1: Get a quote at slash insurance and save by bundling auto and home.
2: Oh, it is team of the season so far, Premier League, and we've got Air Japes and the AJ3 and a doctor, very appropriate at this current time, in order to discuss that team, review Son, Rick Carlison, and look at a potential market surge as well as whether foot should be full manual. I'm your host, Ben, and you'll hear all that and more on this week's Foot Weekly podcast, brought to you by our patrons. Hello, and welcome to week 33 of the Foot Weekly podcast. And with me today is, as often is the case, uh, Japes. Japes, how are we doing? Uh, I'm
3: doing really well. Uh, Excited to be back for another pod after a rousing display of Weekend League.
2: Mm. As usual, we'll get into that uh, gameplay chat in the second half. For now, though, I'm delighted to welcome back, after a lengthy loan
4: spell out, we've got Andy. Andy, how are we doing? Has anyone ever described champs as rousing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's a first time for everything.
4: Yeah, you? definitely not on the pod.
2: <laughs> how are we, Andy?
4: Chiller, mate. Excited for my first Valorant Weekly podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> just the usual,
2: really, to be honest. It was little Weekly last time, wasn't it?
4: But It was, yeah. You'd think I was sponsored by Riot
2: Games, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and next, we have extremely relevant to uh, obviously the current time we're in Dr. James Zhao. James, how are you?
1: I'm doing very well, thank you. Delighted to be here.
2: Great. And what what kind of doctoring do you do? Uh,
1: I'm only a junior doctor at the moment. So, I mean, but mm-hmm. so you say what kind of doctoring? Everyone is just doing coronavirus at the moment. Anything that's um, still going on, us things like. Obsingyne, so like babies don't stop being born mm. just because of coronavirus, right? And like, shout out to Japes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then like, uh, like cancer treatments and stuff like that, and emergency surgeries, and those are things. And obviously, accident, emergency, and stuff always still goes on. But the majority of hospital is now just dealing with coronavirus patients. Like, everything has been altered, all the wards have been changed and like merged together mm. just to
2: sort that out. Well, we might talk about that again later, but you do also do YouTube and you've done many collabs with Andy I, I get the done. impression you guys might know each other
1: outside of the YouTube scene uh have done for I don't know how long it's been actually it's been like a, a like five years maybe
4: five years as Asian Andy yeah
1: just about, <laughs> just about so how did you guys cross paths originally well actually um Reeve is one of my childhood friends so I went to school uh, secondary school um, college with Reeve um And so it was just on an occasion. We'd be playing League of Legends online. Uh, Andy was... Hashtag spun. Hashtag spun. (laughs) Uh, Andy was part of the party. Uh, We chatted a bit. Uh, I went to see Reeve in his house when they were still living all together in that YouTuber house. I think Who was it? It was like you, Tobias, Tom, Rob, Oakley. Uh, PewDiePie... (laughs)
4: <laughs> uh, Phil DeFranco, Casey Neistat. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I went, to, I went to go visit and uh, met Andy for like the first time in person. Then, and we've just sort of just really gone since then, and just been playing league, been climbing, been to his house recorded some videos.
2: Beautiful, a true, a true modern love story there. And we should get into the FIFA then, Andy. Let me let me set you up for this. What, what do you think of this team of the season squad? This is the best
4: team of the season so far. <laughs>
2: i made that joke last week but i'll let you have it right let's talk about this squad then pretty good i have to say and price wise they all look relatively reasonable as well these are not mad expensive players and um you know someone like robertson for under 300k on xbox is really really cheap but why don't we just throw out a few names there I'm assuming Andy richardson has got to be someone that you... Well, you've, you, you did a squad build showdown on him, right?
4: Not yet, no. I haven't tried it. No,
2: oh, you haven't Not, not this Richardson. Some of the other ones, yes. <laughs> All <the> ones.
4: Correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, every other one. <laughs> hey, the shapeshifters on was sick, and this is basically just the same thing, just better in it, so... True.
2: Yeah, yeah. And actually, Japes, you used the shapeshifters...
4: Yeah, I got the well,
3: shapeshifters lot, yeah. for Charlison in my untradeable pack. So he is my the first man off the bench in my squad. He just doesn't fit because my squad is heavy Bundesliga. Mm. Um, and, you know, Everton links, one good player at the club is really challenging to actually get him into squads. So. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I don't know why, but when Andy comes on, I suddenly feel the need to take pot shots at Everton fans. Do you to let him know,
1: right? Do you trying to let him know they're bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> got to send the message. <laughs> so going back to Ricardo, actually did use him for pretty much the full weekend league with an engine chem style on him. He's got that combination of like strength, pace, dribbling, five star weak foot, which is you know four star skills, which is obviously great. But he has enough physicality to to kind of see him through some of the bigger centre backs and, and get beyond them. And obviously he's got the dribbling, passing. I mean he's really complete. Actually, the only problem i had maybe was shooting from distance and volleys which are slightly lower and that was more obvious but you can actually defend as well like he throw in a few decent tackles i really feel like he's
4: the mini r9 really i don't want to exaggerate but i think he might be the best player on the game <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, but, he's not but for a mill, like i don't think you can get players well actually he's 1.5
4: on playstation but he's yeah. nearly down
2: to a but mil isn't Min son isn't really just good. slightly more expensive
1: uh hungman's son was is, is 1.7 I, I sold mine this morning
4: Try and put yeah. your son in a Brazilian Everton team, though. You can't, exactly. <laughs> trade,
2: trade, trade. But also, son is A, more expensive, but B, a left mid. So the centralness of Rakarlison is is probably helpful when you know, you've know you got the likes of Neymar, etc. Yeah. But so you used mm. the son card, did you, James? I Sabernet, did, yeah. I was, I
1: was fortunate enough to pack him in one of the 100k, so Ooh, I just played a couple man, of uh, rival wow. games. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: and he, he is nuts. Yeah, he is nuts. His shooting is a uh, pretty wicked. Like he just whips in the finesse shots from like cutting inside off the left, and they are mm. pretty unreasonable. It's, it's reminiscent of um, Bernardo back when all the defenders were worse. Uh, when you know when the flashback Bernardo Silva or the moments Bernardo Silva came out, that mm. card was
2: just wrecking people's defences. When it feels like suddenly there's a card people don't know how to handle. Yeah, nice. And uh, in terms of the strength, obviously he's not the strongest. There are other stronger mm-hmm. players. Um, you can get like Ricardson's a bit stronger. And did you play him on BASIC and how did you find Uh, him? I
1: did play him on BASIC only because I I was only trying him out for a bit because I I was going to basically have to record a video with him uh, and then sell him in order to fund future videos and things. So Mm. it wasn't ever going to be a a long-term relationship uh, between (laughs) me and Hyung min (laughs) <laughs> um, so I, I I I imagine there probably would have been a better chem style to put on like you could probably put an engine on him as well you could probably put a hawk on him because he's only I can't remember his stats exactly let's have a look I think he's only a few yeah he's like 96 pace 96 dribbling mm. so like he's only a tiny bit off max for a lot of his
2: statistics yeah And in terms of the other players in the squad is there anyone japes that you've got a chance to use um no I didn't actually work on getting any of them
3: in they don't really fit my team uh at the moment so didn't, you know, kind of force fit. And I'm sure next weekend, after finishing elite this weekend, I'll have a few that I can play around with as subs uh, to bring off the bench. But I haven't... I played against a bunch of them. played against Kovacic, Henderson, um, a ton. Mm. Uh, as well as Marez was quite popular, or a quite popular selection in Hongman Sun. But honestly, I didn't... the The Kovacic was the card that I felt was the most annoying to play against of the bunch um yeah. that i got to and he's only like 180k or so so perhaps a, a easy way to bolster
2: your midfield if you're looking for a boosted team of the season i mean yeah anyone who played weekend league and got to gold two or above is going to get him in their in their picks aren't they so i'll uh, <laughs> be able to try him then but actually i mean he does look really good like he's so well-rounded um really really kind of strong in all areas i think apart from finishing but i think he is well maybe a bit small and a bit Small body type as well, maybe. But apart from that, no, he's he's really, really good. And um, with Kante and a few of the other players that we've had over the Someone years. Someone who works at the A Defo
4: team. supports Chelsea, don't they?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got... And he had that storyline card as well, didn't yeah, he?
4: Yeah, and so did Pedro, and so Batshuayi. They got three future stars, a shapeshifters Kante, a road to the final Kante, flashback Azpilicueta, two flashback Alonzos. Team of the year Kante as well. That one's kind of a performance on it. Like, you can't really bag on them for giving people informs and stuff but the amount of cards I guess that was
2: voted for wasn't it yeah
4: oh who should we give a road to the final to Kante oh who should we give a shapeshifters to Kante oh which club should (laughs) we pick to give four storyline cards oh Chelsea oh only one club's got three future stars let's make it Chelsea it's like what are you oh headliners let's give it to Tammy Abraham he plays for Chelsea so, they need all the help <laughs> they
2: can get, that's what it is. <laughs> at the moment. But you mentioned the Alonzo, and that's someone we should we should mm. talk about. I know you were saying, Andy, that you thought it was a, a good idea, actually.
4: Yeah, I put it in the Discord thing to EA and basically said, this is someone I've been bagging on about for ages. Thank Christ you've mm. finally done it i don't get why just content to,
2: expires just to quickly explain there are two marcus alonso's one with 80 pace mm. and he's only i think 80 odd k as an SBC, and he's an 88 rated and then there's a 90 rated who is 88 pace so there's a massive improvement mm. there and his other stats are better as well but he's about 250k and so the difference is i guess percentage wise it's fairly significant but it's Two hundred fifty k still isn't a massive amount for one of the better left backs in the Premier League, but then again, when you look how cheap Robertson's got, you got to wonder whether yeah. you wouldn't go for Robertson there. But uh, as you were saying, Andy, the great thing about the ninety is it doesn't expire, right?
4: Exactly. Like I said, I've said this for ages. I don't get why. I understand why some content. I, I might have even said this on the last podcast, you know, that I was on. I get why mm. some content time gated, like Halloween cards. You shouldn't be able to complete mm. Scream James Milner in March. That's just a bit silly. Like, mm. if you want a Halloween cards, you got to be on FIFA Halloween. But flashbacks, icon swaps, stuff like end that. End of an era, end of era cards. Yeah, end of an era yeah, yeah. Any sort of things you can make an argument for, like headliners and stuff. Or team of the year stuff is obviously quite. I'm just looking through Chelsea or what stuff they've got to be honest with you. Champions League stuff is a little bit time ish, but not massively. I don't know. There's just some things where there's no need to. Player moments is a big one as well. Considering they literally just make moments up. It doesn't really matter when it's out. <laughs> I don't get why they time-gate it and make it so that people can't get all of the content if they don't buy the game on launch and grind it on launch. It's a bit silly. So I quite like that you can get this Alonso whenever.
1: I think one of the weirder things was like, they have some of them are time-gated and some of them aren't. Like, the Boateng doesn't have an expiry. Like, the, L- the Sarnade doesn't have an expiry. But then some of the other ones do it. It's just, I don't understand what enough. the distinction is between having them or not.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Because they, they did Berkwin, what have you said, his name, yeah, yeah. as a a card that didn't expire despite being a foot birthday card. So they, yeah, it's strange. And they put
4: does. promo cards in league SBCs. That does my head as well. Just have a bit of consistency and make the consistency. That <laughs> the fact that they don't expire. And then we'll all be happy. <laughs> Do you know the one that actually pisses me off is icon swaps. That really annoyed me. The fact that if somebody got the game for Christmas, they couldn't do icon swaps. One objectives. I think that's absolutely ridiculous.
2: Yeah, I think that's a good point.
4: Actually, I,
3: th- oh, I think I swaps, mentioned actually. it on the pod earlier that I felt like icon swaps should have just been rolling throughout the entire course of the yeah. year. You can just create a library of swaps that you've achieved, and mm-hmm. you can choose to turn them in whenever you want. For like every icon, should have had an associated like value
4: and you can even put them um, back in and get the tokens back and put them in a different one if you want and stuff like that. Try them all.
3: Yeah, I think the that would have to be explored the way that would be set up because you know, players would just like put them in, take them out, put them in, take them out, but I think there'd be a way like where even if you could like upgrade to a better version by you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. baby Kakad would be like 10 tokens, mid Kakad would be 15 tokens, prime Kakad 25 tokens or whatever. But if you put it in for the baby at 10, then you could use the 10 from the baby to upgrade to the 15 when yeah, you yeah. completed five more and like so on and so forth so i think it makes sense for tying it to one icon but i think it makes it tricky if you're just constantly like going in and out but like at the start of the year if i'd known that Hullet was 40 icon swaps right then mm-hmm. i would have just probably like held on to my tokens right or taken like baby Hullet, knowing full well if i want to be competitive on fifa yeah i'm going to want to have hull in my team right i, I think that's where the bank of players just made it really way too restrictive for something that ea was trying to make to give people an opportunity to play with more icons not using coins so I, the execution wasn't stellar but the idea behind it i still think is good the classic
4: alan smith yeah. commentary line great idea shame about the execution <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah exactly in terms of icon sports i think it's probably something that we should discuss on the pod you know further in maybe over the summer or something when we don't have a team of the season in front of us but it is quite interesting in terms of how they could do things differently and i totally agree uh, in terms of making them a more longer term thing so that they're not time gated in the way they are currently and i actually think the one thing in terms of SBCs that they'd need to be careful of is for example i think james milner i mean he'd probably still be about 200 and something k right now if he was the same requirements as he was back yeah. then so you might have to have like a a kind of refresh. Did we
4: released them for 60K though, didn't we? Yeah, that was bizarre,
2: actually.
3: Yeah, that, the Schweinsteiger one was the one where I, like, lost my mind because originally he was so expensive and, like, impossible to justify spending that, like, that amount of your entire, like, foot bank mm. devoting it to mm. a Schweinsteiger card with... That was not, like, spectacular. Like, he wasn't... He was never going to be end game. So, you know, he had poor MLS links. And being having to put in, I think it was like 200k, like within the first few weeks of FIFA was just wild, yeah. and it was an end of the era card. And it's like his his era is over. Just leave this SBC <laughs> up so people can complete Steiger at some point during the game. They eventually bought it back for at Footmas for like 60k, so it was like pennies eventually. Mm-hmm. And that, I know, rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, and it would have rubbed me the wrong way if I'd completed him to begin with, because it's such a huge coin sink for those SBCs at the beginning of the game that it really only makes sense to do ones that are crazy, crazy value, like that um, Vardy card was, or like Lucas was the in
2: 19. Yeah. Actually, Jake, so I was going to ask you, did, have you played against that Kevin De Bruyne team of the season so far? Because I played against him on the weekend, and he was so difficult to play against. He could um, basically do everything.
3: Maybe I played against... Maybe it was the team of the year, or maybe it was mm. the team of the season so far. I, didn't, I don't know. I, was, I don't really tend to take a very close look at squads at this point, like, for the most part. Um, yeah, I guess also just you because, wouldn't know which one it was as well. Yeah, I feel like everybody's, sport, yeah. like, pretty high-rated, and, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it sort of is what it is. It's not going to impact the way I defend or attack like it might at the beginning of the game. Um, but, you know, I played against his team of the year card planning. And he's super good in the right hands, but if you don't, you know, he doesn't still quite have that agility and balance that's to that elite level where anybody can use him in like an extreme way and I think it depends where you line him up where he's so difficult but I certainly one of if not like the best team of the season card that's maybe ever been released I'm Mm. I think there was maybe like a Roger Raja and that was in the all 90 club previously but otherwise it might just be KDB
2: yeah the guy that I was playing actually played him as a box-to-box midfielder and yeah he was just everywhere basically he also felt I mean I guess he does have really high strength right and he's not the smallest but he just was almost impossible to get off the ball Um, really good. And he's three mil, so he's pretty expensive. But I wanted to take a quick look at some of the cheaper players in the team. I actually quite like um, Suonku. I think he's pretty decent. He looks like a unit, but actually he's not as much of a unit as you think. He's got 87 agility, 91 reactions. Yes, he's got 92 strength, 97 aggression, but he can actually move as well. You know, he's going to get into the 90s pace with shadow on him. And he's got good short passing. Yeah, his vision's not so good, but I think he's a, a solid option. I mean, again, a player that a lot of you will be getting in your red picks, no doubt. James, anyone else in there you want to pick out?
1: Uh, I mean, actually, one of the ones I really enjoyed was uh, the SBC, the NDD. I think that's mm. a really good card. Yeah, that's it's pretty a good, good value card, yeah. for money as well. Like, even though it's very um, good value uh, yeah. because I, I really rated indeed even at the start of the game I was, when I was doing my Road to Glory, he was a really good card. Just as his eighty-one and having a ninety-one, obviously, mm. is going to make him a lot better. But he's not too expensive, but still a, a solid card. Mm. I had a go with the, actually played a game with the uh, the Triore as well. Although he's a little bit more expensive, he's like I think he was five hundred something k when I bought him. He's only three hundred um, now. Is he? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, because that was like the day after it came out. But he is uh, very, very good. I mean, like having like one of the only cards I've ever seen which has 99 acceleration, 99 sprint speed. He
2: is more reputable. Yeah, and also 99 strength as well. Well, yeah, exactly. He he he, properly boshes people out of the way. Yeah, he's, he's really he was really good. So I put a sniper on him, and I was using him for most of the weekend league. He's pretty good, I think. He's not as good as you'd imagine. He no. was. Well, he does, think... his weak foot does let him down a bit as well. Still, yeah. And he actually did get an upgrade to three, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, but it's it's not. It still doesn't quite feel as uh, good, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. as a as a four star or five star. But the other thing I found was I think just the low reactions kind of let him down a bit. Like he doesn't seem to quite get onto things as quickly as he dribbles defenders.
4: like he can't dribble it's like he's reacting to his own dribbling it's like do you not know what you're yeah, about to yeah. do bro like he kicks the ball and he's like oh shit it's gone over there and it's like you kicked <laughs> it mate where do you think it's gone go and get it but it's
2: quite accurate to how he plays in real life actually because <laughs> he's, he's got a bit yeah. i mean
4: when he's gonna in, go into a straight <laughs> yeah, line yeah magical
2: and, and he, <laughs> you know put him in behind and he'll he'll burn away and and get through on goal yeah. i mean and actually you know with i'm a big advocate of the ball role, the ball keeper. And, you know, if you can ball roll the keeper, then he's going to score most of the time. And uh, the only thing danger with him is he is really fast and he takes quite big touches So because he's a big player. So that can leave space for, for other players to come in. We've got an objective card as well in that Jimenez, uh, he's kind of an interesting one. Like his stats look really good. He's got really low balance, though, and he's four-star, uh, weak foot, three-star skills. So for a lot of people who are using four-star skills, which a lot I know a lot of listeners um, will be into that, won't necessarily be that interested in picking him up but he does have a strong link to adama trail right? and also that um diogo Yotta card who we talked about last week Jay, was obviously getting his 30 and 0 in weekend league which is yeah. just mad but, <laughs> um,
3: but 450k for that card just stop
2: yeah like
3: wh- God, that's a that's a silly why silly so miss on SBC pricing especially when you look at the how expensive the rest of the team of the season so far cards are in the premier league mm. like that that jota card is not cutting it as far as price goes
2: yeah he's almost you know half more expensive than uh adama Traore, isn't he and uh well i just he, think yeah, like you look
3: i mean you look at rashford that. and his 94 card yeah he doesn't have that 94 or he doesn't have the five-star weak foot but rashford's like what 700k like just mm. a bit more expensive and is tradable I that that Jota card with the plus Rashford has like England links, Manchester United yeah. links. I you know, Jota has some good links, but I it's a it's a miss for me.
2: Yeah, I agree. And it is an interesting thing because I, I wonder whether with this price, certainly they weren't really expecting the Premier League prices to go so low. You think? I mean, I think the team's very cheap, and I mean, I'm not claiming to be some kind of market expert or anything, but. The thing about the market and the way it's often worked is weirdly people really expect to be getting the best Premier League players in their red picks uh and in their rewards and expect to pack Have them they never I don't them know Thursday. I don't know if expect
3: is the right yeah, word but they yeah.
2: certainly hope that they'll get one
3: like yeah. like if you look at this Premier League team of the season you'd expect to get one decent attacker like well, exactly. one of Salah, Aguero, Mane, Aubameyang, Son, Mares. Yeah, Richarlison, Rashford, you know, you'd expect to maybe get one of those. And oftentimes the case is Kovacic, Juan Bissaka, Mm. Henderson.
2: But I I guess the other thing is that it's not necessarily about people thinking they're going to get one of the good players. It's actually that people think, oh, it's going to change my team anyway. So I'm not going to bother picking up X player, Richarlison or whatever, because I don't know who I'm going to get in my red picks. And I'm going to wait and see. And you've also got the fact that just the supply of these cars is so high because everyone saves the packs and opens them. You'll find that the next uh, team of the season squad is not going to be as supplied onto the market and they're not going to be as nearly as cheap as this squad, I would think. And that, even though it's Bundesliga and that means that people are looking back at this Premier League team thinking, Oh, actually I should pick up some players. So I, I'd imagine they'll go up. Yeah. I uh, think that's this week.
3: That's definitely going to happen. And to yeah. your point too, people are still going to want to play weekend league with all of their players and uh, as they go through mm. team of the season for the picks, and because the Bundesliga, La Liga, all of the the rest of the leagues that aren't Premier League aren't as perhaps desirable for squad building, so it's going to happen is people are going to still get the coin uh, influx or injection into the you know economy, if you will, and they're going to just go back to team of the season, which now has like a limited supply that's out there until the uh, what do mm. they call it at the end, the ultimate team of yeah, the season or tots, whatever yeah it is um and so then they'll go back and um add like it's just going to cause these cards to go up because people are going to just keep going back with the new coins that they have and slowly drive up the price of all of them
2: and one thing to remind everyone is the inflation at the higher end is mad because all those elite players are getting like 300 400k minimum and that wealth is transferring basically from people with less coins who are buying up Kovacic, Sionku, etc. the coins are going from those people who are buying them to the elite players. And so any player that an elite player wants to buy the likes of, you know, your team of the year, Mbappe, who's dropped loads over the last week, are just going to increase massively because of those elite players getting really rich off essentially people buying the worst cards off them. So if you have those kind of players, I mean, it's always tricky to tell where the market's going to go once the pod comes out, but the chances are that it's going to be a good time to buy these Premier League players, certainly before Thursday. And obviously no guarantees around the market, but that tends to be what's happened in the previous years. Right, that's good. We've got the market stuff out of the way. Um We've actually covered, I think, most of the content that's out at the moment, I there think. There is one player, actually, before we finish else.
4: on Team of the Season, I think looks really, really good. Richarlison. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to do a review, actually? Because I did use it, <laughs> I think worth
3: Uh, worth noting, though, Ben, too, the only other thing with Team of the Season is uh, Jamie Vardy got a weak foot bump. Yeah. So from three star to four star, which is uh, Mm. something we talked about on the pod last week that I don't think has ever been done before. But people, I believe, have reacted positively Mm. to it. So perhaps something we'd see more in the future, which I think would be awesome.
1: He's definitely a player I wanted to try and use as well, actually, because I remember having his uh, player of the month. It was so good until you tried to shoot with his weak foot, and it was just... He couldn't. He just <laughs> couldn't do it.
2: It's a good card. Like, his stats are really well-rounded for a forward, so... Yeah, if you know. put
3: if you put an artist's chemistry style on him... Um, mm. He'll have 99 position, 99 finishing, 99 shot power, and then 99 in every one of the dribbling stats, Holy including moly. composure, uh, as well as 99 vision crossing uh, and 94 short passing. So I, I, he, to me, he looks like a really interesting card uh, mm. with that 99 aggression as well. So for players that like to press uh, and want to really like i'm I'm hoping to get him in my red picks honestly because i think he'd be like off the bench he'll just be hilarious uh mm. to bring on and certainly i think he'd do wonders for people that that have a certain style uh starting the match as well.
2: <laughs> a certain style yeah i mean there are so many like reasonably priced players in here we could just talk about the whole team basically so i think we'll move on um the only one who i wouldn't recommend is definitely allison although actually for 150 k it's not even that bad but he's not that good i've got his team of the year
3: what his team of the year his team of the year is solid
2: Team uh, his team of uh, yeah. doesn't
3: like catching things from my experience. He likes to just uh, hit them I don't back know. out. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was he's been fine for me. Obviously, I use the okay. that flashback Noyer um, more consistently now, but
2: although actually that reminds me, I was meant to mention I used Gatois for the whole of last weekend, the team of the season so far god, and he was really bad. I think mm. just his size, the fact he doesn't have saves with feet. The
3: fact that he plays for Real Madrid.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he made some decent saves. If you get good at moving him, like I found if I moved him to near post, maybe he would save more shots. But certainly any shots that he had to react to quickly uh, in and around his body, um, were he was really suspect at saving. And then to close off the content section, I think I did actually record in uh, when I was going back through the podcast and putting it out that this had happened. But... We had a new League SBC player added to uh, the championship because of the AFL being out, which means that we're likely to see one for the Premier League and see them for the other leagues. And uh, Andy, you mentioned it earlier, is a team of the season player. What a joke. Ben, a guy called Ben White, which is funny because there's also another team of the season so far called, called Ben White Man, which, I mean, I don't know what they're trying <laughs> to ben say. White. But <laughs> I know, I know ben White Man. <laughs> you had to switch that
3: to like an american accent there Andy. oh that was
0: American accent. got Was it?
2: he looks really good he's uh he basically maxed out his pace and defending with a shadow he's got 88 strength which could be higher but his other physical stats are all above 90 uh he's got 97 reactions which i really like he's six foot one he's got 99 short passing he's one of those cars that's benefited from having a massive boost where all their stats go up in a way that just seems ludicrous he's worth it if you can go through that SBC have the time to. We know they're decent value if you can put in the time to get it cheaper, I guess. He's got a perfect link to Calvin Phillips. I quite like the card. I think it would be good. He's basically like a prime icon Rio Ferdinand, pretty much. And actually, that's another plug for the League SBC podcast, which you can get over at bit.ly slash foot information. I always love to end the, uh, the half with a plug. Right, we'll see you on the other side. Thank you very much. Let's take a break and in this break it's a great opportunity for me to mention that it is a great time to sign up to the foot weekly podcast patron because it is the very start of the month by doing that you're supporting the pod keeping it going but you're also getting double the amount of podcast content and this week that includes the extra time pod which has plenty of gameplay tips including japes breaking down the 3142 formation that he's been using so effectively so you can get that along with double the amount of bonus podcast content action it's just three dollars for that and there are plenty of other perks too including squad of the month and goal of the month FIFA point giveaways to support head over to bit.ly slash more pod that's bit.ly slash more pod right let's get into the second half Into the second half, and let's actually start this unusually with something a bit more serious. James, as we've got a captive audience here, people listening in all around the world, presumably affected by COVID-19. Have you got any words of, of wisdom for them, or maybe you want to dispel some misinformation or something like that?
1: I actually did a whole video because uh, Andy sent me a text chain that had been forwarded to him. Hmm. Did a video of just debunking because some of the stuff in that was just outrageous like it was stuff like
4: would you recommend i injected myself with bleach oh change?
1: god oh don't even oh, i need i attempted to do another video just on that whole debacle with trump and his yeah.
4: what about if i like shine some light on myself no no and that?
1: it's not on yourself if you could inject the light oh, inside sorry. your body I need to inject the light exactly. inside me
4: yeah yeah my bad i need to get the fiber optic cables from my internet and thread them through my veins <laughs> yeah
1: oh god <laughs> it's the... this is the problem right it's just lack of information and it, it, it's tricky but for for people at home we're in i mean most countries are in lockdown pretty much at the moment uh, and you're only supposed to go out for necessities uh, just adhering to that as much as possible will help massively mm. with hand washing and stuff if you're living in the same household as people it's pretty impossible to socially distance because you're always going to be around each other and like you're sitting in the living room together or like using the same cutlery and what whatnot but just washing your hands when you've come back from being outside and like the, don't try try not to touch your face and stuff for while you are mm. walking on outside near other people as as best you can with i think one of the most controversial ones actually is face masks mm, yeah ask about that. Uh, and a lot of people have differing opinions on it the current guidelines from the nhs and from nice and the world health organization i think is or from, from the uk at least is that you should only wear a face mask if you're symptomatic so if you're the one coughing then you should wear a face mask because it stops you know, it stops mm. the water droplets from you being infected, spreading out uh, onto other people and other surfaces and whatnot. But there isn't evidence that supports that everyone wearing a face mask would really
2: help that much. Well, thank you very much for providing some uh, COVID-19 wisdom. Uh, it's appreciated. Uh, let's get into the second half and talk a bit about gameplay. We've got a few questions. We'll start off with this one, which uh, I couldn't resist because, as we all know, big fan of discussing player body types um he's he's set me up here shirley asks if you have two players and they both have 99 pace sprint speed and acceleration one is five foot nine uh, say 80 kilos and the other is six foot two 120 kilos do you think the game is taking height and weight into consideration or would they be running at exactly the same speed does it just go off that pace that
4: depends if pace is how fast their legs move or how fast they cover distance
2: yeah i, I mean i guess the answer is we're not going to know but it's interesting to speculate about it because i guess you know someone like a damatra where we were saying is he's got maxed out pace obviously mm. does he actually feel as quick as ryan kent i don't know well i think i think that maybe a
3: damatra is like an outlier if they have 99 acceleration and 99 pace That's one thing. But if you're comparing players that have like 90 pace and that's a 95 acceleration player and 85 sprint speed versus a 95 sprint speed, 85 acceleration or whatever, like they're going to cover the short distance and the long distance a little bit differently. There'd be a crossover point. But to me, this question is like, what's heavier, a pound of bricks or a pound of feathers, right? They're both a pound. Yeah.
4: What if a pound of bricks is dribbling with the ball and the pound of feathers doesn't have? Well, the that's ball? the thing.
1: I think the problem is as well. Where you've got to include like the agility. Is it on the ball, off the ball? And there's a lot of other other things it's which. Dribbling and all that. Yeah, they that. like
4: they even though they're not
1: directly influencing them running. Like you know when you run up with a player, even though they have 99 pace on
2: the ball, they slow down so mm. much compared to off. Well, it's interesting in terms of if they are two players, say Kent and. Uh, Adama Traore both have 99 acceleration 99 sprint speed when they run with the ball actually maybe Kent is faster because he's just that much more I guess agile and and nippy because he's got a smaller body type because maybe he has slightly better dribbling stats although Adama's still pretty good so yeah it's it's hard to say who would actually who would actually win in a race but maybe if it was a foot race without the ball then you do see Adama Traore keeping pace with Kent so that would suggest that it's basically just based on stat
4: So, I posted the video to the devs, and Mm. it was my Mo Salah trying to run with the ball. And he took a really weird stutter step to dribble. Yeah, because he kicked the ball 10 feet ahead of him. And every, I'm making these numbers up, obviously, every step he took was three feet. So, he took three steps and then had to take another step that only took him a foot to be able to touch the ball and carry on his dribbling. And that just completely slowed him down and he basically stopped and then got caught up by the defender. Whereas if he actually just dribbled properly, I suppose, he would have carried on sprinting a full tilt. But then if Ryan Kent's got littler steps, say you need steps every two feet, then he's not going to get interrupted as often because two is more divisible by, more things are divisible by two than they are by three. So then smaller players take smaller steps, which means they don't get their dribble and broken up as often whoa <laughs> i actually
2: think that might be true <laughs> and also i think the thing to remember and it's something that we always sound the pod right there are so many different factors i think james you highlighted some of them there that that affects these things and actually, your clip there, it, it felt felt like it was the presence of the opposition player. Yeah, there's right? an invisible... There
4: was, f- who else... Yeah. Okay. Who else feels the invisible force field when they're dribbling with the players? Yeah. But I
2: think,
3: the Is the that def- not the composure stat? Like, they, I think it's so it annoying be, though, yeah. isn't it?
4: Like, the, a defender comes near and all of a sudden, I mean, like, who best... My legs don't work. Oh, yeah. best... <laughs> <not> I, <laughs> properly? I don't properly...
3: I don't actually... I don't actually find that to be a problem. And oh, I think it's it really a good thing. Because when you, look at, when you look at, like, lower league players or, like, less skilled players, like... They they're far more panicky, mm. oftentimes when they start to get pressure and they get they start to feel that pressure seemingly sooner. And so I don't I don't mind that a player with lower composure is going to start like acting a little bit differently when you start to go over and press them versus like Lionel Messi. That's like what does pressure even mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. I, like to me, that's that's actually one of the things where you can tell when it's like an elite player versus just a, a foot stats player. That you're either playing against or playing with.
4: When you're just sprinting down the line with the ball, like all you've got to do is just kick the ball ahead of you and run, and you'll be outpacing them and outpacing them, and then they'll, or you'll be ahead of them, or like keep in pace with them, and they'll cut an angle because you're trying to get in, and they'll get a little bit closer to you and get just inside this little invisible force field buffer zone, and all of a sudden you start running dead slow, and they just run in and take the ball off you, and it's just like, come on, bro, just carry on running, please. Well, I think, yeah. do you know what I mean? I, I, like you're running down the line, and they're inside of you and there's like five feet between you and as you start to cut in even though you should still be ahead of them there's only a couple of feet between you now so then you start running really slow and they catch up and take the ball off you and i'm just like yeah but i think
3: wouldn't you say that's the zone where the player running down the line would in theory think to themselves like "Mm, they're now close enough where they could put a tackle in and they start to feel that pressure and so then instead of just thinking hey i'm running down the line which you as a user controlling the player know is exactly what you want to do the You know, taking into consideration all the different traits for the player, it's them having to interpret the defender's movement, and because their composure stats lower, starting to think or feel that a tackle could be put in, and that makes them less composed on the ball. And so, what you're telling them to do, those inputs then are less composed as well. It's
1: tricky though, isn't it? Because you're we're trading the line of. I think this FIFA has probably been one of the slower Fifas that I've ever played, but. In in a way, it's 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 leaned itself more towards being more realistic and more true to real life football. But then, I do I like that, or do I want to have it be more fun to engage with, and it's not that fun to watch either. Like- I don't
4: think the slowness is the problem though. It's that decisions aren't impactful. That's my big issue with it. But that does slowness is the symptom of that rather than the cause of that. I think so. If you play really slow, and I take you on. Maybe it takes a little bit longer and it's actually like a little bit of a chess game, which is what they were talking about, weren't they? Like one-on-one pals, take them on, L1 dribble and all this stuff. It doesn't matter. You take someone on, they just run back and take the ball off you. Like that clip that I posted, Ben, that you've seen, I'm playing against Jack, I think it was. I play a ball into my Salah's feet. He's got his, he's on the, sh- not on the shoulder, but he's like against the last line of defense. His left back is up his arse, basically. And Jack tries to dive in front of Salah and take the ball. He completely misses it. And I did that all one thing to let the ball run through my legs. That should be a very, very, very like impactful thing on the game where you've properly messed up now and I should get to basically have a goal-scoring chance. But all that happens is Fabio turned around and took the ball off Salah, even though Salah's faster than him. But it's the fact that when something happens, with even in spite of the slowness... There's nothing wrong with it being slow. It's just when something does happen, it needs to actually mean something, whereas it doesn't at the moment because they just run back and take the ball off you.
2: There's this interesting thing when talking about this kind of stuff because that situation you're talking about, I totally agree in that you totally gone past him. So it seems crazy that he would come back in, in a game like FIFA where you've got to give almost the advantage to the attacker because otherwise there's no goals in the game, right? The way that you moved away from him is exactly what you should be doing in that situation. So you should be... Rewarded for that, which you weren't. So that's a good example. But the one thing I would say about this year is, I think, yeah, it's maybe not as high octane. You can't get uh, in behind and and abuse in the same way that maybe you have been able to in previous years. Pace, but I think from a for possession players, this year's game is probably superior to previous ones because actually the way that you can pick out and create chances through possession is far better than it has been in previous years. And I think for some people, that really puts them off the game. And for some people, they think this is actually a really good reflection of, you know, I can play better football than I have been able to in previous FIFAs. Like, for me, I'm not really a possession player. So I actually, particularly this last weekend, realized how frustrating it was because it is pretty difficult, almost more difficult for me, in, in my opinion. I think the biggest struggle is against people who play a lot of possession, play passes for the sake of it, even amongst their defenders, because you can't press in the same way that you have been able to in previous years whereas and, and that kind of gives those kind of players an advantage so i think there is a lot of it which is down to how you like to play fifa and will a fifa game ever suit everyone i i, I don't know <laughs> whether it would because i think jake yeah i think Japes, you'd say that you really enjoy this game partly because you're able to play that kind of style which maybe in some years has just felt not worth doing almost
3: I, I would say I very much enjoy this game but I wouldn't say it's for that reason. I I find that actually you can play a handful of different styles for up until the like top maybe 2% of players. You can play a variety of different styles and have success with it, which for me is the first FIFA in many years that you've been able to do that. But I you know, I played against a couple pros this past weekend and like yeah, if you want to be if you want to be competitive at the absolute top level, there is that ultra meta slow play style that is horribly boring to play against it's horribly boring to play you know for pros to do that if there's money on the (laughs) line or contracts on the line or whatever like i totally understand that but i think what's it's more indicative of the community itself that it's a win at all costs mentality versus like having fun playing the game and so it's more reflective of how you know people think about rewards and everything else in building their club that they're willing to do anything to win at all costs versus like really trying to play a fun style and a fun game because i find that with that 3142 that i've been talking about that i played this past weekend like i play on uh seven or eight depth and i play very very pressing and play on the counter a lot of the time and that throws some people off but i find it's been fun to play so in past years maybe i've had somewhat of a possession style trying to slow it down but that's because i haven't you know been able to keep up with the super quick twitch players like i'm not i'm just not as good at that style but this year i think is there's like a balance between playing quick twitch and playing on the counter that type of thing versus the unnecessary ultra wanna be pro slow it down that just makes for super super boring games where you have two shots versus zero shots and there's one goal right and and that's that's the end of it and that's all the game was and i don't to me that's not even a chess match and part of that is because the way you score like crossing is not a thing i think Arguably, you'd in previous years, if you'd play against a player that's you know kind of super slow like that, but is very happy to just sit back and defend deep, like in the real world, in real football, like yeah, you're going to be able to still find space out wide and you're going to be able to send crosses in that can be dangerous. And this year, like that's just not a thing, like it's just not a thing, and crossing is not dangerous. So, you know, I think. There's additional balance factors that need to still be added into the game for 2021 to give people more a variety of attacking options versus just one attacking option that tends to be super,
4: super strong. They need to put more mechanical skill in the game, I think. So every eSport has macro and micro, but FIFA doesn't really have any micro because every everyone just plays on assisted, and you put. You, obviously, there is a little bit of micro skill to it. Like I, I say I can't. I mean, everyone was like, "Oh my god, what a goal by text!" You just rolled the stick around in a circle endlessly. But there is they the guys do do skill moves that I can't always one hundred percent execute, and there is a little bit of micro skill. But in terms of other esports, it's just not there. It's more mental and macro skill, and reading the whole situation and playing the most meta way and breaking down your opponent in the best way possible and always play in the 99 percent pass don't play the risky pass just pass that's what fifa esports is whereas other games have lol csgo yeah Dota, but you're, stuff you're like only that.
3: controlling one player there oh yeah, yeah. I, I agree like fifa the, you know it's the this is the trickiest balance thing for ea in the sense of for competitive fifa to really feel competitive with like the best players it should like the perfect have world to is its manual. full manual right yeah. the perfect world is its full manual and you will see like when players then mess up a pass or something like it's it's your fault yeah, like, you yeah, messed yeah. up the pass right it's not you can't go blaming EA for it but for your casual player that's just a fan of the sport itself that wants to like pop on and play a game yeah so there
4: needs to be like two different builds doesn't there? yeah
3: I, I agree I think there I think there needs to be a
4: do you know like you More, play League or you play CS or something? But that's and you that's, can't keep ranked Team, until you've played enough games yeah, of if, normals. There needs to be yeah. that in FIFA, and then you unlock like some crazy ass build of let's play competitive FIFA and you it's locked to have manual switching passes go exactly where you aim it with the exact power you aim it like give everyone 99 passing because it doesn't matter if you can't aim the bloody stick it's not going where you want it anyway
2: one of the big things i think that manual would improve i mean there's always going to be complaints about the game but i definitely think that if people were more it was more clear what you were doing was translating directly to what was on the screen then people would feel more satisfied with playing the way they're playing or doing what they're doing but they would also probably complain slightly less then it's super tricky still because the attacking is full manual.
3: While defending, you can never make defending full that, manual. Yeah,
2: that is a really good point. Yeah, and you've always got the AI runs. There's all that kind of stuff. And it, in many ways, it's never going to be perfect unless you're playing something like pro clubs on manual. I don't think you're ever gonna um, be yeah. able Have you to ever
3: th- Have you ever seen tricky. full manual pro clubs? It's so good. Yeah, and like yeah. in the sense of like the guys play passes that like you. Would see players play in real life that like oh you can't really make that pass on FIFA would be the, what you'd yeah, say right? Because you
4: press triangle and it, and it goes towards the goal instead of into the space and just like game what are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah. It's exactly. a through ball, not a towards the ball, got <laughs> ball a towards the goal ball. <laughs> I
2: know exactly what you mean. I, I think it's one of those things where every mode now is super competitive, apart from friendlies, which is really just that, just for friendlies. These kind of flaws in the game are now really showing in a way that they didn't really in such a significant way more than three years ago because even when it was sort of semi-competitive so you had divisions and you had uh knockout tournaments like knockout tournaments basically every week during the week i was playing knockout tournaments and proving to myself. I was a god at FIFA because I'd be winning the tournament <laughs> pretty comfortably, right? And that made me feel great. Whereas now, that doesn't happen. And I, I can yeah, you see that. you going I...
3: rivals and you want to die. Yeah. Will... Going into rivals is worse than Weekend League, 100%. It's so thankless. It's, it's
2: bang on your level. Well, I mean, there's a bit of changes with relegations and all those kind of things. But are people self-relegating, which has actually got way worse at the moment, by the way. They really need to, they're definitely going to have to look into that for next year. But just in terms of the game mode being, the game being more competitive, like, you know, you are saying James and Andy fine there's other games to play um of course um hashtag <laughs> hashtag spawn <laughs> uh, <laughs> if there were tournaments during the week where you guys would because you're decent players would probably be winning them relatively comfortably you'd be like oh this is great fun like it's casual it's good fun you're getting wins. The... unlucky
4: little timmy take the number l yeah exactly <laughs> the,
2: the the problems with the game just aren't as clear like he you, you, they're just not there in clear focus deciding games all the time which is what they're doing now they're deciding games they decide weekend league finishes they're so obvious and by going very competitive ea have basically shone a spotlight on those floors which wasn't being shone on before so it's going to be interesting to see how they take things over the next sort of year or two and what they do and whether they try and implement some kind of more casual mode. But the problem is when they've done that, you know, like you look at bronze tournaments, silver tournaments, things like that. Nobody played them. You basically couldn't find a match in those modes. So if they go more casual, you've got to remember that unfortunately a lot of people out there just want to grind for rewards. I think
3: that, yeah, I, I, I don't know. As, as you guys have been talking, I found myself thinking like FIFA is the most enjoyable for me. The first 15 games of weekend league, are like the biggest throwback to like Daily Knockouts mm. and everything that there could be. And that's when that's when I find FIFA to be like the most fun. And I wish you could complete objectives in Weekend League as well because like yeah. I totally roll into Weekend League with like I don't know some Mexican players for the Raul Jimenez objective or something like that to try to get him into my squad. But that's where you're matching up against a variety of different players. You don't know what you're going into when you play another game, right? Like it's not mm-hmm. like going in and div one and knowing I'm probably going to play somebody that either like is a pro or wants to go pro and it's going to be super, super aggressive in a certain style. Like you actually get to have fun with the game there. And then as you go along in we can league, like, yeah, it gets more competitive as it should. But I don't that's know why if everyone a-
4: hates Fortnite in it now. It's the same thing. Mm. Where it used to be pubs, and if you were really good, you could you drop into Tilted and you might come up against a really good player, or you might just come up against a load of bots and it's fun killing some crappy players, and then as the game progresses and you get to like the top five, it's that's when all the sweaties are out, and you're like doing mad build fights and trying to get in first place. Whereas what you've done now is they've put skill based matchmaking in. So as soon as you drop, everyone in your game is a proper sweaty, mm. and now everyone hates it, which but is then- which
3: is why it's exhausting
4: yeah but then does that make it better for the worst players, the noobs yeah. because now they don't drop tilted and just instantly get one guy running around killing eight of them yeah,
3: that, yeah. well i'd say though that the, 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 the noobs kept playing Fortnite, right like i i think that, if they, they
4: must they, be if they carried on doing it like surely epic have got the player numbers to support the fact that skill-based matchmaking is better for them overall
2: no that's what they found with rivals in fifa right that the reason why they've done this whole rival system is because now they can actually have a system which matches up players with players of their ability to keep people playing who are at the lower end of the sort of ability spectrum. Because if you were entering those tournaments, only one person wins, 16 people don't, 15 people don't. So obviously, imagine you're just getting first-rounded every time you go into that tournament. Like You're just going to give up on the game and the only thing you've got is maybe previously it was divisions where you can earn some small amount of coins for staying in division 10 so it's obvious why they've done this but i think basically we need a bit of noob stomping back that's that's all i'm saying just a little bit yeah, here yeah, and yeah. there would be quite nice but i guess that is for top level players like you james it's like we isn't it and i i do get a bit of that as well in my first 10 games or so but you know we've got to remember here that everyone's gameplay experience is important and people at the lower end do want to match up against people on their level they don't want to be stomped all the time and that's fair enough and on that we're ready to wrap up this foot weekly podcast i realize there's not a huge amount of gameplay tips and advice in this second gameplay section but there is plenty in the extra time podcast so if you're a supporter it'll be out within 24 hours or if you're not a supporter and you can spare $3 a month to keep the podcast going but to also get double the amount of foot weekly podcast content action then you can head over to bit.ly slash more pod now then let's say thanks to our esteemed guests first of all james a huge thanks for making a great debut on the pod yeah thank you very much for having me um thanks very much for keeping the country <laughs> safe and well you're you're all very welcome <laughs> I've been clapping for you
1: I've actually really I've been, enjoyed that do you know what driving <laughs> into work
4: for, for yeah, a night really uh,
1: and having like people out on the streets clapping was actually really nice it was very heartwarming
4: have you been clapping for me yeah
1: <laughs> clap for content creators <laughs> and uh, James where can people check you out my YouTube channel is it's James very easy who you want to find it's James uh, and then my Twitter is uh, James Jow, but with a zero instead of a no.
2: Great. Thank you again. And a huge thanks to Andy as well for coming on, making your return. Where can people... I don't know why I'm asking. Everyone knows. Where can people find you? YouTube.
4: aj Free, Twitch. aj Free, Instagram. Andy Castell. Good Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> and of course,
2: last but not least, Japes. At AirJapes on Twitter and streaming, of course, as well on Saturdays. Thanks for coming along.
3: Oh, pleasure as always, Ben.
2: Right. Trademark bye from you, Andy. Bye smashed it and you can catch us again in that supporter pod if you're supporting until then a huge thanks to all of you for listening and to those supporters and icon patrons dave b alan g hunter b thomas alistair martin m chris w matt l anthony r dj fifa player david s qj robbie s tom b paul s yannick h Stephen f andrew l m skateo nick jack m Christopher R, Damon H, Tenacious C, Jonathan P, Paul, Dominic, Rob P, Michael, Adam W, Pobius, Jeff B, Andrew T, Lee A, Jordan W, Rich T, Muhammad, Roger D, Dan W, Jason BD, Matt H, Alexander H, Dean M, Sam B, Alan M, Savage P, At Pace of a Tortoise, and Sam M.G. A huge thanks again for your support and making this podcast possible. I'll catch you on the next one.
0: At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, Finish it and get started on the next one. Download the app today because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports
1: Social Podcast Network.